Mates. Welcome back to the Praymate Podcast, a tell-all spin on Black girl Christianity, uncovering truth, digging deep, and spilling the tea all in hope of inspiring other Black girls and letting them know their Black girl magic comes from God. This is Season 1, The Genesis, Episode 3, Faith or Fake. As you all know by now, I have a colorful cast of Praymates that are taking this journey with me, and today I have a longtime friend, turned Praymate sister, Shakima Cyrus, with me. Not only is she an educator, she's a rising makeup mogul of sorts and a business owner. I also have, from episode one, back at the round table with us, Raisa Turner. Why don't you ladies introduce yourselves really quick? Um, hi, everyone. Um, my name is Shakima Cyrus, and I am a teacher um, at Nazareth Regional High School. Um, I just want to say pretty much like my journey um, when it comes to church or with Christ, uh, it started at a very young age. I grew up in the church, have a lot of pastors in my family, um, and my current pastor is actually my cousin. Um, Mm -hmm. Shout out to Love City International. (laughs) Um, But when I got to college, um, it took a turn. Um, because I was so surrounded by so many opinions and uh, a lot of roommates that had different views of the church, what it represents, um, the role that it plays in communities. And so with all of those different, you know, views around me or point of views, I should say, um, it kind of did play a part in my, my turn, um, in, in church, And when I graduated and I moved back home to Brooklyn, um, I realized that I can't do it alone. And I realized that I do need church and I do need God in my life. So I knew I grew up in in a church where my mom went for over 25 years. Um, But I needed a place to grow. And I knew that for me... I needed to take a a turn in a different direction and find my own church home. And so that's when I decided to start going to, at the time, my uncle's church um, before he retired and moved um, to the islands. Um, And, you know, when I got there, I realized that this is the church for me. Not only was it full of youth, but it was full of just positivity and I realized that by attending my, my uncle's church, it was definitely the right move. Because not only did I see a change in myself, I saw a change in my life mm-hmm. um, and a lot of things that I used to do. And I realized that that's the type of change that I wanted to see. So that's pretty much my journey um, when it comes to going to church, my faith in God. Um, and there's just so much more to it, but we're going to get... The, to that later on. So. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out yes. to be a part of this. Raisa? I'm back again. It's me, Raisa. Um, you guys heard about me in episode one. Um, I kind of 
do want to shout out my church, though, after you shouted out your church. Uh, New Hope Christian Fellowship. I don't think I said it, episode one, in Brooklyn, New York. So, um, again, if there's plenty church homes within the ladies of this podcast. If you're still looking for one, you can join anyone here. Um, and as Shakima said, just kind of find the right church home for you if you're still looking. A lot of people tell me, like, I, 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 like, I love God. I want to go to church, but I just can't find the right church home. Um, and so there's plenty of options here if you're thinking about it and you want to kind of explore. Um, so just want to put that out there. Well, thank you guys for coming back and thank you for listening and getting up to episode three, everyone. Uh, so this episode is entitled Faith or Fake. And when I thought about the third episode of the series, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just looking for topics that I wanted answers to personally or in particular The aim was really to grasp onto those topics that, as millennial women of color, struggle with on a daily basis. So I know, personally, I do, but a lot of us struggle with control. And by control, I mean, like, creating our own destinies or lack thereof. So for me, I wanted to talk about giving God the complete steering wheel and following by faith. That's why the episode is entitled Faith or Fake. Um, Our generation has been raised to be independent of others, independent of men, and sometimes independent of faith. Uh, We are told that we can be anything, do anything, and achieve anything as long as we work for it. And as I continue in my Christian walk, I realize how untrue that really is, how God plays an instrumental role in everything that I do, everything that we do, and um, ultimately, he has the outcome because he pre-wrote our stories So regardless of what we do, our actions and our plans, he already knows our outcome. So today's episode addresses how we transition from fake plans to faith plans, Um, how we trust God when we're in, when their wrench is thrown in our plan and our we can do anything lifestyle. So as our Praymate listeners know, we like to kick things off with a devotional from the book of Genesis because this is the Genesis season. Um, and we want to just keep this in mind throughout the episode so that so that we can kind of always refer back to and tie everything we talk about back to the overarching theme about faith. So at this time, we'll have Shakima lead um, us through our devotional. Sure. So today we'll be reading from the book of Genesis, um, chapter 18, verses 9 through 15. And it says, where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I know have this pleasure? Will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Yes, you did laugh. Okay. Mm. So when we take a look about this, how do you think... um, what do you think about this and kind of tying it into faith? So, I mean, she was afraid. She was old. How could she possibly have a son? Um, 
And I feel like that we, this is how we kind of think about things in life. Like we look at time and we're just like, how can this happen at this time? Or when will this happen? Is it going to be now? Why is it not now? How will it be later? How is my future going to be? We don't, we have all these questions, but we're forgetting that God, he doesn't operate in time. He doesn't operate in time. So whenever it is that he's going to do something, or if he said he's going to do it, like you, you know how God is. So you have to trust in what he says. It might be the most bizarre thing. Like I'm sure she was freaked out. Like what? I'm going to have a son. I'm old. How can I have a son? But you know, this is how we kind of all struggle in, in this area. You know, when we think about it, like, how can this possibly happen, God? But that's where our faith, you know, really needs to kick in. And we have to be reminded, like, you know what? This is what he said, because he said things before and he has come through. So I'm sure he's going to come through and whatever right. it is he has, it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever it is, we just have to get to that point where we trust what he says right so when i took a look at this i always again fake poet like to pull out out pieces which was interesting for me Mm -hmm. um she said so the lord said to abraham why does sarah laugh and say will i really have a child now that i'm now that i'm old is anything too hard for the lord Mm. so like, I thought he was really squaring up with Abram. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why is she laughing at me? Like, do you, does he, does she not know that I'm all-powerful, all-seeing, right. all-knowing? Right. And right. although you guys are 90 and 120, I think they were, um, and have been trying to have a child for mm-hmm. so long, um, God promised that he would be the father of many nations. Right. We didn't know how. We didn't know... Because, you know, Sarah was old. And mm-hmm. according to our biological clock, we yeah, were right, working. Right. <laughs> right, right. 90, 90 is according not a science. Right. right. Oh, science. We'll get to yeah. that another, another time. But I feel like when God said, it's anything too hard for me, mm-hmm. he, was a, he was A, a bit offended um, mm-hmm. because Sarah is not showing faith. Mm-hmm. Right? And then when she laughed, that was the fake for me. It's like, mm. yeah, God, you said you were going to... God came to me. If God came to me, number one, I'd be shook. I'm not mm, even going right. to lie. Like, I would be. I would be shook. And if he said, I'm going to make you turn purple today. <laughs> Trust and believe, I'm going to have faith that he makes me turn purple today. today right. right? So, if God came to her and was like, you're going to have a baby next year. Yeah, you're 90, 90 plus. I would not dare laugh. And for me, that fake faith you know, she's supposed to be a woman of faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying that she's not. Let's not get it twisted. But she laughed. She laughed in God's face because he's everywhere. He's our mission, mm-hmm. ever present. So she laughed behind a closed door, but she technically laughed in his face, mm-hmm. right? So for me, I think just that part about her laughing really kind of set up this entire episode when I was reading this because I thought about fake faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when God says, he sees you not having faith, too. Like, yeah. oh, no, oh no, mm-hmm. God, I, I have faith. No, shorty, mm-hmm. you just laughed at me. Or you told me that, or you just spoke to your homegirl after church and was like, God is not doing it. it for me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, spited him or slighted him. So although it's like you get in one one setting, have faith, but then behind closed doors or behind the door where Sarah was mm-hmm. actually, she was practicing fake, fake faith. faith. Um, so that's what I, I really got out of, of that and kind of stemmed this whole episode. I see. Um, 
And to piggyback off of what you said, God does see and he does know everything. And he can always tell if you truly surrender to him and if you truly trust him and have that faith. And sometimes when he realizes that you don't, what he does is he puts things or obstacles in your way to kind of throw you off track so that you have no choice but to have faith in him. You know, and it's crazy that he does that because he just wants you to understand and want you to know, like, you can trust me. (laughs) Have I ever let you down? You know, and I think as millennials, Mm -hmm. we kind of forget that Mm -hmm. because we're always so tied up in getting things done our way that we always forget, like, God has never let me down. So Mm -hmm. why am I not trusting him Mm -hmm. completely? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's something that we need to work on and that we need to think about. As we talk about it a little later in the conversation, though, I'm always, I'm not, I want to play advocate, right? I'm going to say, I'm Jesus' advocate. I'm not going to say Right? But... I always want to play millennial advocate because I would I am going to bring up the point of like we as millennial women of color have been raised in such an empowerment era like mm-hmm. Oprah right. like Condoleezza like all these women that are out here getting yeah. it doing it yeah. and we've been told that we are able to do anything as long as we put in the work and we put in the effort twice as good to get mm-hmm. half as much you mm-hmm. know all those things especially as women right and exactly. then so you're black and you're a woman mm-hmm. boom. But then it's like, now we're at this point where we have to become reliant again, and that ties back to episode two, which yeah. is surrender. So it's all very tricky. Mm. Um, I mean, it's very clear, but it's mm. also very tricky when we have to try to give it up. But we'll get to that yeah. a little bit later. Did you want to um, um, cross-reference today? Yeah, quickly. Um, I know a lot of you might know the uh, scripture where it talks about mustard seed faith. Um, Matthew 17, verse 20. Um, I just kind of want to read it over again really quickly from the New Living Translation. You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Um, and I kind of, you know, use this as a basis And when I thought about this whole episode. And when my uncle, Bishop Garns, he preached about this topic it just kind of hit me and I was like I have to spread this word because this is kind of what I needed to hear being that I grew up in the church from birth like that's all I knew um I was a Christian from young and believed in God from young I've had that mustard seed faith but when you grow in Christ um and you start to learn more about God you kind of have to shift that mustard seed faith to a higher faith. Like, we can't just stay stuck in a mustard seed faith. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a very small faith. That's as small as you need to get by. But I think we want to really see God move. We really want to see God answer our prayers and manifest what he said he will manifest. We got to move from a mustard seed faith to that supernatural faith. Um, And it takes time, but I think... Just knowing that once we need that little faith, it's good for right now. But as we right. keep growing, we need to keep increasing our faith because so we can we can lose it at any moment. The way life is working right now, we can lose it. And the devil wants us to lose it. But I think once we keep in mind that, you know, we keep growing in Christ, we need to keep increasing our faith so we can stay strong and confident and know that he's going to come through. Amen. He's yeah. going to come through. Yeah. Like, I mean, he has to. He right. has to come and through. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that. Um, I'll bring it back around. 
just ways to grow your faith, maybe, yeah. or like, yeah, definitely. because I, I, I feel it's like hard. I struggle, I yeah. struggle with that um, sometimes yeah. when things don't turn out my way, then I'm like, oh God, mm-hmm. you don't want me to have this, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is not fair, you know what, I'm right. going to just do it this way. And that's the version you're talking about, yeah. versus those that out there. leaving yeah. it alone mm-hmm. and letting him work it out. Yeah. Culture Blackout. Now it's time for our Culture Blackout segment, where we discuss top topics in entertainment, music, Christian life, and more. Um, so I wanted to start off today, um, and talk about, because I know today is the actual day that is airing, but it'll already be aired by the time this goes up, um, talk about Black Girls Rock. So, yes. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, Black Girls Pray had the opportunity to, uh, go to the Black Girls Rock there's a lot of black girl stuff going on. <laughs> black Girls Friday got the opportunity oh, to go to Black it. Girls Rock um, a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, to the taping. And for those who don't know, Black Girls Rock is an entity entity that is um, their main goal is to empower young black women to understand self love, self self care, mm-hmm. all those things, and then the fruit that comes from it is empowerment, education, um, you know, community engagement. Um, just amazing. Just go to blackgirlsrock.org. But not, this is not a plug for them. Um, but was it, what was interesting, interesting to me is so because I work in the industry, I've been before just as a, like a, just a spectator. Mm-hmm. And there's never been a gospel inclusion in the show. Um, and I just think that's something to highlight because mm-hmm. this year... Tasha Cobbs before. Wow. Let me tell you how Tasha Cobbs, I was literally blown away. Like I was standing up and because everyone is in the industry and they're used to the tapings and just standing there and sitting in their seats, I was standing up with my hand up, eyes closed. (laughs) No shame. Looking at me like I was insane, but I was just like, I'm so happy to see Christian music, Mm -hmm. worship, on this national scale that's going to be right. airing yeah. across the country. You know, I feel like sometimes it's very localized. Mm-hmm. So shout out to BT, yeah, who's airing yeah. this. Shout out to Black Girls Rock, who, you know, did that deal with Tasha. Shout out to Tasha yes, for yes, showing up sure. on Black Girls Rock. Because sometimes artists won't appear mm-hmm. on things that are just not True. the word network right. or strictly christian so right. shout out to this cultural crossover that's happening yes. and i'm glad that we're good. we're able to be a part Absolutely. of that conversation yeah. so yes. that's what i'm highlighting today what, what song did she sing um no. i feel like she would say something that a lot it was of her new it was a new song uh-huh. no it was oh, a new song uh-huh. it wasn't it wasn't yeah it was a new song oh, okay. i was trying to think no i was okay. i didn't know what i didn't know the lyrics that's how i knew it was a new song I was like, whatever, girl. You And the dress and everything. Yes. She was on point. Yes. When y'all take a look at the show tonight, I literally was I like, yes. she was snatched. You were snatched, girl. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right. So I guess we can kind of switch gears. So I saw Insecure, uh, the last episode of Insecure this Oh, Lord. That came out this Sunday. I saw it yesterday. This is a spoiler alert for me. I because know. I have I'm so not sorry. Seen it yet. Everybody Secure. came out though, so we can talk about it. You just have to catch up. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I mean, what y'all think? Because I was, I'm Team Issa. I'm still rooting for her, but I just feel like 
she's losing herself like her and Lawrence but I like oh team Issa girl what you doing like what you looking for give me some backstory give me some backstory just spoil it they broke up you already know I know that Lawrence did his stuff with Tasha but Issa is like just going around looking for men to just like Hmm. Like have sex and yeah. just like do things and she's be noticed. Broken. Yeah, she's, she's very, very broken, she, and she's like out there. Just anybody she right. she can find, and you know, quote unquote, being a hoe if you want to call it. Because she asked a friend to teach her her hoeish ways. Yeah, well, <laughs> so she sure did. she's she sure did. but she's coming out of a broken state. Like she right, right. just ended it. She wanted to work it out, but they didn't get a chance to. So it's like she's trying to search for answers. But in the wrong places. But you want to know what's crazy? In this last episode, both Issa and Lawrence have a moment where they're having sexual interactions with different people. Mm -hmm. But you can tell by the end of that whole scenario that they're both at a point like, damn, like, damn, what did Mm -hmm. I just do? Right. Yeah. And you can tell, like, they're both broken and they're both trying to find love in the wrong places. Mm But they have to realize, like, you cannot just get out of a five-year relationship and expect to just go out there in the world and just find somebody automatically. Right. You know, and they're looking in all the wrong places. Quick fix. Right. It's a quick fix. Trying to get a quick fix. Quick faith. Mm -hmm. Quick faith. Exactly. And it's just kind of like, can you just slow down a bit? Like, Like, you forgot about it? Right. Just take it, you know, just take it easy. You know, don't put yourself out there to the point where... Everything that walks by you, you feel like you need to do something with, mm, you yeah. know? And that's what we're seeing in this exactly. last episode. Okay. I think that's our go-to. Like, when you are, when you get out of a bad situation, and I know for females, like, we need closure. Like, we need to know, like, yeah. what what happened here? Mm-hmm. And I feel like she was looking for that. She wants, He didn't want to talk to her at all and she needed to understand like well she she wanted to apologize because she did do the cheating um (laughs) and I felt like she wanted to explain the whole situation and how she thought about after the cheating and whatnot but she didn't get that chance to and because of that she she just started doing just crazy things like she didn't sit down at at all to think about why is she even feeling this way? She's what can she do? Yeah. Right, but isn't that an opportunity for people to fill a void it with is faith? But when you have your friend's influence, oh, you right. ain't getting up, oh, you can't, oh, and he has another girl that he already found after you, like, because yeah. that's what happened, like, then you start to be like, oh, crap, like, now you want to show people that, wait, you, you still got game, you can still, you exactly. still there, like, even though y'all broken up, I, you're still something that right. you, you know and I think that's what the problem is and yeah. that's what that's what was happening yeah definitely like I just feel like in terms of the way she's going about things the in reality the right thing that you should do is have faith be patient and just wait but with her it's kind of like well he's not waiting and I didn't know that he wasn't waiting, but now that my friends gave me confirmation that he mm-hmm. wasn't waiting, why am I s- sitting around? The ex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, why am I sitting around um, just sitting here? But comparison you know? is death. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, at the same time, like, 
I feel like she has to go through that to see that. Right. And that was about to tie it. So, like, at the end of the day, I'm not speaking from any higher pole or anything because I literally can relate to Mm -hmm. that. Me too. Me too. I can relate to showing out because I feel like that person doesn't care about me anymore. Mm -hmm. So, let me go do something so I can take my mind off it and let them know that I don't care about them. Yep. The true factor that matters that y'all both care. (laughs) Y'all both care. And y'all need to talk. But nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to talk. It's hard. Communication is a whole nother episode. But it's hard. You know, and I feel like in moments like that, that is the best time for women to start repairing and rebuilding themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that way you can take your brokenness and make yourself whole again. But some women just don't know how to. Right. And, you know, that's always the biggest part. Maybe we have never had positive influences in our life. So for us, the only way is to go out there and do all of that different Mm -hmm. things, Um, which is unfortunate. But, you know, I feel like those are the times where we need to sit down, reconnect ourselves with God, whether, you know, it's through writing, whether it's through praying, whether it's through changing the circle that you're in mm-hmm. um, so that way you're around more positive energy or mm-hmm. positivity to, you know, kind of shift your perspective. Um, and it's sad that we have a lot of women that go through this process of, you know, losing themselves um, after, you know, a serious relationship. But I feel like it takes those who do know to educate the ones that don't know. Right. Or for me, I think that there's also a silver lining of losing yourself, though. Like, there's also a silver lining of hitting that rock bottom. Mm-hmm. I'm not. The one thing that I do not recommend is jumping into a relationship while you're there. I think mm-hmm. you also just have to be very self-aware. Yeah. Like, okay, and I'm not condoning being out there with everybody, but then you sit back and you be like, okay, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. When is it time to repair? Mm-hmm. And then. I think it takes a serious full circle, 365 days, winter, spring, summer, fall, <laughs> to it's really. Not necessarily true. You think you think I that don't you think can be out there, time on it, but you there's think, no time. You think you can be out there and then get in a relationship? No, 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 I don't no, recommend no, no, no. that. No. But you do not know what God has for you, what He, who He can place in your life to even get you to the point to right. start healing yourself, right. and then. That person just might be for you. He was he was sent to help you get yourself and, you know, then eventually be together. Like, you never know right. what God can do, who he can use to help you and place in your life. You don't know. So, I struggle a lot with time. I used to put a lot of t- things, times, things on time, like this time, this time, and this time. Right. But Control. You, yeah, I'm oh control. Like, Faith, Lord, control. I was like, damn, at this time I'm gonna, yeah. and then it's like, right, it's not happening. Okay, and so. then we see the girl from down the street meet somebody in February and is engaged in July. How do you feel? How do you feel when you're searching? Because I know there's some listening. I think it's just not our time. It's just not our time. Everybody has their own time frame in God's mind. Right. Not in our mind. Because yeah. if we wanted to put our own time on things, it would be right now. Exactly. Because we're a now generation. <laughs> right. Um, but we have to realize 
everybody's walk in life is totally different. different. Oh, yes. So what we see Keisha down the block doing mm-hmm. and her getting on her glory, she finding might, her man and getting married. Like, that's what you it's think. Not, but it's not. The grass is not always green right. on the other side. That, that, we that might think, too. oh, yes, and then right. she's getting beat up or you don't know what kind of deal. Right. You don't know. But let's what. just say that she's in a good relationship. Okay. You know, and we see God working in her life. You know, yes, time. there might be a little jealousy there because we're like, God, all right, mm-hmm. hello, I've been faithful Word. six years now. Word. And we're like, all right, when, when is when, when is he coming? Is you know, but it's kind of like God is probably like, maybe I've put some things in your path that mm-hmm. you probably didn't listen to or you didn't follow. So right now, I need you to learn that first right. before I put this person in your life. Well, for me, for right. me, I think the one thing that I've um, I've come to accept is that there's there's like three or four things that we really want, right? We want a good circle of friends. We want a steady job. Want a home and then want a marriage relationship and children, so five mm-hmm. parts, right? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how some women get some parts of the mix at some times, mm-hmm. and we put those things in the order, order. Yeah. that we want them in, right? Yep. So for me, what's happened is like, oh, I thought I was in a relationship <laughs> lot. Like, yeah, so, I you know, know, know. And I'm going to be Mrs. Blankety Blank. <laughs> they did say me. I'm going to say what you <laughs> That's a girl. Okay? I hate that delivery yet. <laughs> but, but, you know, and then we were going to do this and get an apartment yeah. and get a house and get married and have yeah. kids. But now, look at this. I just moved. I'm in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And... I'm thinking about doing the house. The career is working. Like, mm-hmm. it might be that I might not find him till I'm 35. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that be that's okay. Appreciate what he's giving you today. Yes. Right. Because some people, because they're so fixated and focused on this yep. one thing, that they miss out. Right. So, adding to your point where he's putting challenges in your way, he's also might sending other blessings in your yes. way. Yes. Setting you up for the blessing. I posted something. Oh, no, yes. Yes. Setting what you up on today? it. Like, I have to believe that. Like, yes. something good has to come out of all these obstacles he's yeah, putting in front of us. Definitely. Right. And you know what's crazy? And it goes back to us millennials. We always look at the wrong things that are yes. happening versus right. the blessings that are being yep. placed in our Wait, life. I don't got a man, but I just got my MBA. Like, what? <laughs> right. Like, you know, and I feel like we're focused on the wrong things. things yeah. Like, why not cherish and acknowledge and celebrate the blessings that he's put in there? And right. stay positive. Right. Stay, stay positive. positive. Today, I posted on Instagram. Follow Instagram. Black Girls Pray on Instagram. Um, <laughs> people pray for cake. Then, when God gives them batter, eggs, oil, icing, a pan, and an oven, they get frustrated and leave the kitchen. Mm. Let me tell you how I'm about to make the best cake of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making that cake. So, that was a good one. Yeah, that was, yeah, a, that was a good one. So, I mean, it all, that show was interesting as a conversation it starter. It yeah, really it is. Um, that insecurity. And mm. I'm glad we're able to have. It definitely gives you some serious um, point of views from yes. the male perspective and from the female perspective. Yeah. And it's just a matter of trying to dissect it yep. so that you understand. Yep. I would love to get some black guys who pray. Ooh. Not yet. Not this season. Ooh. But we'll definitely I mean, get it's out there because I definitely told them about this and they were interested. Season in, two, maybe? You know. Yeah, maybe season maybe. two. Maybe uh, the thinking is that we'll do a couple of events in between mm-hmm. live discussions right. be and good. record them, but it'd mm-hmm. be a whole bunch of people, like yeah. a round table, ten, twenty people. Yes, I'm but here. anyway, can't be revealing all the plans. <laughs> the Lord so we'll uh, we'll get to that if God will. Black, Black girls, girls positivity. All right, 
so for our Black Girl Positivity portion of this episode, where we highlight a Black woman doing positive things in the church or community or national level, we have um, some amazing people that the three of us thought of um, for highlighting today. So Shakima, who is your, do you have someone? Yes, That's I do. Um, so for me, because I'm really into like media, fashion, um, women just coming up and just taking the industries by storm, mm-hmm. I'm really feeling Karen Silver right now. I know she's been out right. for a while, but... You know, I wasn't really on her like that at first. And mm-hmm. so for me, it was kind of like, let me see what this buzz is about, about this 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 woman. Mm-hmm. And so for me, Karen Civil is my my person right now. So I've just been like following her um, and just looking at all the great things that she's been doing right now in every industry mm-hmm. that she decides to put her mind to. And I think what I really love about her um, is that she's not afraid to jump out there and take a leap of faith mm-hmm. um, and get herself involved in, you know, various projects and in different industries um, and excel at them. And I feel like with a lot of young um, black women, mm-hmm. we are afraid to take that leap of faith because we're mm-hmm. always concerned with what the next person is going to say mm-hmm. or how they're going to perceive us. And right. is this even an industry where I can thrive? And for me, I just see her. She has her own book. Um, she was very okay. influential um, in the Hillary Clinton campaign. She also does missionary yes. work. She She's from Haiti, so she always oh, goes okay. back and she gives. Um, she does a lot of um, community service and missionary projects out mm-hmm. there. She's also involved in the music industry. Um she has endorsements um, with a lot of like brands and stuff like that. And I just love to see black women thrive in whatever they decide to put their mind to. Yes. Right. And, you know, it's just a good feeling because look at where we came from and look at where right. we are now. Yep. And just to see this young, beautiful black woman doing her thing and not only in one area, but in multiple areas, it's kind of like, yes, girl, you better sprinkle your gems <laughs> all over the place. No and, pun. Right. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's kind of like you're just paving a way for right. a lot of other mm-hmm. young women that are looking up to you, letting them know that it is okay to just go out there and go after your dreams. And I'm all for that because, you know, being an entrepreneur, I was scared to do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, can you plug yourself real quick? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sorry. I told you guys, everyone on this cast is black girl magic gold. So, <laughs> Why not? Um, so, yes, I do have my own makeup line, Gem Cosmetics. So make sure you follow that on Facebook and Instagram, Gem, G-E-M underscore cosmetics. Um Um, I started my business about a little bit over a year ago, and that's because I was, like, super fascinated with makeup from a very young age, (laughs) and um, I knew that I've always wanted to have a business, Um, so therefore I have, I started my own cosmetic um, business, but I don't want to get too much into it right now, Right, right. but, you know, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but right now we're just going to focus on Gem. Um, So, yeah, so definitely check out my website, which is GemCosmeticsNYC.com. Um, Um, And definitely pick up a gem or two. (laughs) Throw them in your shopping cart. No, her highlighter, though. (laughs) That was good. Okay. You want to go? Oh, yeah, I can go. Go Okay. So, adding on to that Black Girls Rock story, one of the honorees, I was really intrigued by her. She's a Long Island 
native. She's okay. from Elmont, New York. Okay. So shout out to Brooklyn, Long Island. All they right. connected. All right. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, she, her name is, and forgive me if you ever hear this, because it's a Nigerian last name, and I'm going to try to pronounce it, but her name is Augusta Uwamanzuna. Right? Mm-hmm. And she's dedicated. She's 18. Yes. Wow. And she's Thank dedicated to making sure the world's infrastructure is solid as a rock. So she's been honored at Black Girls Rock for um, the STEM, Science, Technology, mm-hmm. Engineering, and, and Math, math. Mm-hmm. Um, Award. Because she spent the last several years researching cement and how to make it sustainable. Wow. So turning the concrete jungle into like something that can be sustainable Mm -hmm. so i felt like that was very interesting um she's 18 yeah she's very young she got accepted to all ivy league schools and she decided to go to harvard i believe she starts this year um or she might have started already but um yeah she got accepted to harvard and um she's really trying her her mission is to improve the cement recipe because cement is everywhere Mm -hmm. our buildings are made out of it everything (laughs) is made out of it and, and she is dedicated to making it <laughs> to making it sustainable and less nice. harmful. Um, and I just like to see Black women leading in science, yes. technology, engineering, and math. Yes. Right. Um, I do know that Black women hold less than three percent of the positions in STEM wow. in the country. Mm-hmm. Less than three yep. percent. So okay. anyone that we can highlight. Um, that's making moves in that industry and paving the way for others, especially at such a young age. Right, exactly. um, 18. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely wow. doing it. So, yeah. shout-outs to you. Shout-outs to all the, all the Ford uh, discoveries that you will yes. make uh, for us. Definitely. And we keep you in our prayers. Yes. Okay, so mine, I actually just came across today, which was very interesting. So, if you ever gone to like any of your cousins or little siblings birthday parties a black black girl or boy birthday parties you really don't see um with their party supplies you don't really see like black characters unless it's like the princess tiana which right just just started happening but you really don't see like uh black catered party supplies so this mom, she wants she wanted to ensure kids of color have party supplies that represent them, which I thought was really, really cool. Her name is Lynette Abad, and she is the creator and founder of Craft My Occasion. She's in Miami, Florida, but um, she has a website as well. So she's 37. She's been a professional event planner for over four years and has spent the past 15 years informally styling events and planning family trips. So during this time, the Miami, Florida-based mom has been disappointed to see the lack of party supply options for children of color as the characters printed on paper cups, napkins, and balloons too often showcase very little diversity. Um, And so she decided to start her own party business um, because she was frustrated by the lack of this, and she is making changes with that. I just looked at it. Um, She has like a nice... This is like a black mermaid one. It's like mm-hmm. a black girl with the afro. Like mm-hmm. so like these little kids nice. can look and relate to themselves, even in party supplies. Like I didn't even think about that. Right. So I wanted to just give her a shout out for that, doing big things. Um What's her website again? Uh Craft My Occasion. She has an Instagram page and I think the website is if you go on her Instagram page, you can find the website. Let's okay. See. Yeah. Craft My Occasion. Is her Instagram page and the website is in her bio. Like to your point, I didn't know 
how subliminal everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything in society is yes, and sure. how we are basically living in an environment that was built and kind of the infrastructure is really around white yes. uh, comfort. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to see that and see somebody always trying to reflect us in even the little things. So Absolutely. shout out to you. Yeah. Let's get deep discussion. Okay, right. So take us through the topic for today. Okay, so now let's get into our topic discussion. Faith or fake? Fake or faith. Either one. So keeping faith through tough times. How faith plays a role in the strength of black women and black communities. How to exhibit true faith versus faking the fake. So let's chat about that a bit. All right. So let's just start off like, okay, what is faith to you? Let's start there. Hmm. (laughs) Right, right, right. Let me take a breath first. Okay. Um, So for me, faith is releasing my control um, completely um, because we tend to have a, a, a little ring that still comes into play there but you have to me it's just letting letting go mm-hmm. um, completely and just letting God do his work to okay. me that's that's faith okay definitely that I agree on what you said um but also to me, faith is the opposite of doubt. Mm-hmm. And doubt is what the devil tries to make you think. Instead of the faith in the God that we know and we serve. Uh, and so it's the opposite of it. Losing all, like you said, total control. And knowing that you did not make yourself, God made you. So what you're thinking is really not what is supposed to happen. It's really not how it's going to play out. And God is in control of everything. And you have to believe that. Mm -hmm. Like you have to believe he's in control of everything. For me, I would say... So I struggled, like, I had to really look up and define the difference between faith and hope. Because mm. they were very close. Yes. And I used to say faith is hope, but they're, they're two different things. For me, faith is confidence, mm-hmm. right? Like, assurance. Yes. Um, and that's something that you have to attain. Like, you have to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hope is optimism. Hope is something that you look forward to. Mm-hmm. But for me, like when you talk about, you have to have faith, you have to get it. Like you have to get it from somewhere mm-hmm. and you have to get it from God. So mm-hmm. you have faith in God, but you get it from him from mm-hmm. the little tiny, small things throughout mm-hmm. the day help mm-hmm. to grow this bigger faith mm-hmm. for me because I really struggled with trying to define what that was. Like people are like, Oh, don't you have faith in God? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I didn't, I used to say it just to say it, not mm-hmm. necessarily know it. Mm-hmm. And then I had to say, okay, Look at those little tiny things that he's done for me. Mm-hmm, right. That gives me the confidence to prove that he'll do these bigger things for me mm-hmm. um, a little a little further down. Mm-hmm. So I think I just had to clarify what that was. Because I used to say, oh, yeah, faith is yeah. that I have hope that this is happening. No, yeah, yeah, no. hope is still not it's as faith. confident. Right, yeah, right. As confident right. as faith is. It's okay. also like seeing, not seeing to believing, but knowing that even though you don't see it, mm-hmm. If you speak it, that's faith right there. Speaking it 
even if you do not see it, if you can't even envision how this is going to happen or what you want your future to be, whatever, not seeing it, but believing it is also fate to me. Things that you cannot see, but you know that God is going to come through. Right. 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 So as far as the black community and the millennial community, Mm -hmm. I feel like we live in both spaces, right? Um, How do you see faith playing out in both communities? Because in the black community, it's, I mean, we've come this far by faith. (laughs) Right. We've come this far by faith. Right. (laughs) So um, I think that everything in the black community is rooted in faith because of all the struggles and oppression that we've been through. Mm-hmm. But versus the millennial community, which is also part of us, which I don't, I think that we are creators of our own, we create our own jobs. Like there's mm-hmm. social media jobs now. Like yeah. We create our own lanes. So how do you think it plays with each other and you live in the middle? That's so good. In terms of the millennial community, I feel like a lot of us want to have faith, but because we're so independent, we kind of feel like faith is taking too long. I need to go out and get mm-hmm. it because we're go-getters. Mm. Um, and that's literally a problem for our our age range or mm-hmm. the millennial, millennial community. Um, I feel like there's very few of us in the millennial community that have faith um, to a full extent that can literally rely on God to solely control everything and work everything out for our good. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's a struggle. It's really a struggle because I'm not going to lie. There were moments where I'm just like, God, Mm -hmm. I have faith in you, but you ain't working quick enough for me. Mm. But there's that but, But, that doubt. Yeah, and and there's the doubt. Yep. And then I realized, like, you know, I can't have faith, but then question him. Mm-hmm. You can't have faith and then question God. Yep. You have to just have faith. And mm-hmm. then it was, it didn't hit me until it was kind of like God came through for me, not at the time that I may have wanted him to, right. but he did eventually. And it was kind of like, all right, God, I'm actually happy that I waited and I listened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was kind of like I had to start training myself. Like, you mm. cannot say you have faith in God and then have that but at the end. Right. Yes. Because it's kind of like he's looking at me like, okay. Like, yes. you, what, Sarah? Yeah. What did you like, say? You exactly. exactly. believe me, but you but, in this. Right. Oh, yeah. so, like, why should you have a but at the end right. of your sentence, yep. at the end of your yep. question? Like, yep. if you trust me wholeheartedly, then that's all you need to do. Right. You know, and I feel like with, like I said, with the millennial community, it's we want to have the faith. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a big disconnect. Because right. I feel yeah. like our predecessors or the Gen X, they mm-hmm. feel like there's none at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a desire for it. Right. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. we, but we have this different mindset about hustling. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. 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 Right. getting it right now. now. We're the now generation. We have right. access to digital from, right. the, from the time we were 10, right? We, we understand right. instant right. access. So yeah. you telling me that I got to hold on? Is. And that's what I, I want to talk about with the black community, with the holding on. Like, they're more of, you know, yes, have faith, hold on, and wait. Yes, we need to wait, but as we're waiting, we need to act and move as if we have it. 
we need to act and move yes, okay right, right this is what i'm praying for this is what i'm believing my faith for i need to act like i already have it like it's already done if you if you're talking about opening up your own business you can't see a way how to do it you pray and you know that's just it no it can't operate like that okay, you wait, have to wait we get there we get there <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. i'm going too far sorry no, that's sorry. good that's good though i mean that means we're all on the same yeah, page you know all right, so what's fake faith and what are the steps to tra- transitioning to authentic faith? What is fake one. faith? Mm. Fake faith. I-, I was struggling with, 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 with this. I was trying to see like examples in my life where I showed fake faith. Oh, I think mm. I talked about episode one with the whole dating thing and I was just like, like as I was going through my process of singleness and healing from my last relationship, as I was waiting and patiently waiting, I just felt like, well, what's going on? Is something wrong with me? Like, then I started going to dating apps. Like I told God, all right, I'm gonna, you know, you got this. Whatever you say is gonna happen. Nothing's happening. So I go on dating apps, dating apps, go on those days, <clears throat> not working. I thought about going on. What's it called? The Bachelorette. Like, it was just a thought. Like, I'm not really going to do it. I'm not, I don't got the time to do that. But it was like a thought. Like, damn, I'm not going to go on a Bachelorette because, like, I, I, just, I just can't find nobody or nobody's looking at me. What's going on? And I had to stop myself from the dating apps and whatnot because I'm mm-hmm. like, wait. I literally spoke to myself and, and God um, as I was saying. I was just like, but I told you, God, that I trust you with whatever it is that you have for me right. coming my way in this area, but I'm going on dating apps. Cause, 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 God, guess what? You might send him through. You might send him through the dating right. app. Right. You know, you never I'm know. That's I'm gonna try the dating app right. and you know have my fake faith there. That's right. that's fake faith to me. It's yeah, like right? saying yeah. God, I trust you, but twisting, twisting it, it. Twisting <laughs> to make it fit comfortable for you, comfortable right. exactly. twisting him exactly. through right. my action. Exactly. I literally was queen of that. And I feel like mm. I wasted a year of my life. It's to keep your sanity. It's to, mm. <laughs> to keep, to your, keep mother, your sanity. To keep your sanity. You're going crazy of the yeah. craziness that you've been through. To keep your millennial Honestly. at bay. Right. Like, it's yes. really like behind the cage and that millennial wants to get right. out and do yeah. our own thing. Yeah. Right. But that's what I've, I've done that before in the past. Mm. Where it's like, God, I trust you. I love you. You love me. Yep. I know it. Yep. But let me do it like this. this. And mm-hmm. hopefully you work through that. And you... You didn't you know. say that I couldn't do this, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna Pope do that. Holes. Pope and holes. Yeah. right? You didn't say that. He said, "All right, li- this is my this is my thing." Mm-hmm. So he said, "You need to be single. Mm. You need to understand what that is." Because I, I I didn't Hallelujah. understand what that was, right? <laughs> I'm struggling with it, so I'm like, "Okay, boom, I'm single. It's like October. I'm like, all right, it's January. It's my birthday. Yeah, but yep. you didn't say." <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's my birthday. And you know, on your birthday, you gotta have, you a, gotta have a birthday. You gotta have a birthday. You gotta have a birthday. The birthday. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so he said, be 100% single. I need you to focus mm-hmm. on me right now. Wow. Because guess what? In that time, Black Girls Pray was born in October 2015. Look at that. Wow. Look 2015. That. It's 2017 now and it's coming to fruition. Wow. Right? And I tried to start it up and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But then I started dating because I, I needed a date for my birthday to feel lonely. you said yeah. I couldn't be in a relationship Lord you didn't right. say I couldn't date exactly. uh oh no you said you Play need to be words. alone honey mm. but alone 
So mm-hmm. then that kind of got pushed to the back burner. And mm-hmm. then I started putting other projects in front of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Other ones, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But he's like, this is what I want you to do to the forefront mm-hmm. until you realize that I need you to really just focus on this. Right. And look how easy it's been flowing. I was scared to mm-hmm. reach out to you guys. Yeah. I was scared to... To get mm-hmm. it started, and then I finally did it, and you mm-hmm. guys are like, "Yeah, let's do it." Let's. Of course. So it's it's interesting that he'll make you or he'll put things on pause stop. until mm-hmm. you stop faking the faith. Mm. Yeah, he don't release things to you until he know you're ready, mm-hmm. and until you listen yeah. to him. That's the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah, God, is a God wants God. to make sure that we're listening because we can always have communication with him and talk to him about whatever it is our heart desires but if you're not listening hearing and not listening but yes. I struggle with that how and I ask my dad all the time like how do you look like what is that what does that look like listening right. to God because I'll be sitting down meditating waiting to like I don't know hear something because <laughs> my dad said he has heard God's voice I don't know he said he's heard it before whatever he's more spiritual in depth with that but I'm like, am I waiting to like hear something? Am I waiting to hear or something in my mind switch? Am I looking at things that are happening around me? What does listening to God look like? For me, I think he comes to me in my personal thoughts. Like I hear him in my voice, right? There'll be be a time where like the negative thoughts will be taken Mm -hmm. over and then it'll be like, but... God, mm-hmm. but this. And mm-hmm. I know that that didn't come from me because the negative is right. taking over. Right. So he must be interceding okay. for the simple fact that I'm now in a positive space. Okay. So it's crazy that we're talking about this because shout out to my first lady <laughs> who has um, these amazing classes on Saturday morning. It's like a six week program. And we were just talking about hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put this book out there, Four Keys to Hearing God's Voice by Mark and... Pat um, Verkler. Um, so definitely look it up. It's like a bunch of keys um, on the front of the book. Mm-hmm. And I remember her telling us at our session on Saturday that, because she has us writing in journals, um, mm-hmm. and she was saying to ask God questions. And she was like, literally just sit there. She said, if you're literally in tune with him and you write your question down, he'll answer you. Mm-hmm. But you you can't just be like, all right, let me write the question down, go about my business and come mm-hmm. back and maybe he'll give me the answer along my way. She's mm-hmm. like, you have to sit there in a quiet place. She said, mm-hmm. designate some time yeah. where you're literally by yourself in your room, lock your door if you need to. And you need to be one with God, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that is so true and it's so necessary because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we have so many questions for God, yeah. but because we always like to be on, on the, the go, go. Yep. we feel like, all right, go. I'm going to write this question down. I'm going to ask you, but I got this to do. So I'm going to come back hoping that you right. give me this <laughs> answer. You wrote in it. Right. So and put, right. On the back burner. Back, put him mm-hmm. on the back burner instead yeah. of us taking time to just literally have a devotion and just right. sit right. there with mm-hmm. him right. and literally try to listen for him. Mm-hmm. You know, we always feel like, our answer is going to come, like, mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think, so. um, just to build on that, so I got this really cool Bible. I was in um, Atlanta in a Barnes & Noble's mm-hmm. uh, this weekend, and I said, I'm, I want a physical Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it is time for me to have a physical mm-hmm. Bible that I can pass down eventually. But I wanted it to be something that kind of was relevant enough for me to understand. Like King James is yeah, no, a lot. I can't understand King James. And um, also kind of have like a female, mm. female aspect to it. Mm. So I got the, it's really cute. You guys should look it up. It's called the She Reads Truth Bible Christian Standard Version. So mm. she, she reads, reads truth. truth. 
And these good um, books. Huh? All these good books. Yeah. And what I like about it is that it has like these devotions. Um and really like one one will say like, you know, let your heart listen for God and things mm-hmm. like that, just in mm-hmm. a very feminine tone. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of sets me up for success. But I was reading um the story of Samuel. Uh sorry guys, I'm flipping through pages and I just wanna I want to um talk about this really quickly because I feel like it's relevant so we talk about you said connected with God writing in a journal Mm -hmm. sometimes he responds to you when you pray Mm -hmm. right and I think prayer is a very we'll get we'll have a whole topic on prayer a whole Mm -hmm. other day but just to softly touch on it I think that prayer is the most difficult for us to do Mm -hmm. because you literally have to to vocalize right your weaknesses mm-hmm. in order for him to kind of listen, get his attention. Because mm-hmm. when I pray, sometimes I used to just pray in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you have to now, again, you said grow in faith, mm-hmm. grow. And this is my struggle right now, praying mm-hmm. aloud. Mm-hmm. And I read this. Um, and what they do is they highlight a lot of the women in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And Hannah, who's Samuel's mm-hmm. mother, she gave this prayer this morning when I read this. I was like, I want to be able to pray like this. Because God has to answer me. If mm-hmm. I'm able to pray like this right. eventually, <laughs> he has no, like, my, I know my faith is be growing and mm-hmm. I know that he, I don't want to say he has no choice because he has, he has the ultimate choice, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> he will definitely hear me. So, you know, if you guys read First Samuel yeah. uh, 2, Hannah's prayer, it's a triumphant prayer. It's very long um, and I know we're trying to stick to our 57 minutes, but I really encourage everybody to read this and you guys can have to read it after we finish this podcast. Okay. It is definitely it is the realest. Definitely. I wanna make a quick correction for the book, The Four Keys to Hearing God's Voice, is by Mark and Patty Um Verkler, okay? okay? Mark and Patty Verkler. Okay. okay. Coolio, coolio. Okay, so the next question is so we talked about what faith it what faith is, how do you, how does it play a role in the black and millennial community? We talked about fake faith. How can you exhibit faith when we've been programmed to create our own opportunities, outcomes, and destinies? What does that look like? How can you... I think... Was I touching on it when I was talking about... Yeah. Speaking... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, praying about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and then waiting and going going about your life and just waiting for God to just drop it on you. No. The exhibiting faith part comes comes in playing the role. Active. Acting the role. Right. And I'm always go back to relationships because that's the one thing that I'm struggling with. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Gray was saying like a lot of y'all want to be a wife, but y'all still acting like girlfriend. Did you see how Instagram is like this? Instagram. Okay. I love Pastor Gray. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'm said, like, oh, I said, oh brother, yes. Like Did you hear the whole thing though? I didn't hear the whole okay. thing. <laughs> He said, maybe, you know what, I'm going to drop the snippet in here, Mm -hmm. but we're going to paraphrase. He said, okay, a lot of us are acting like girlfriends that want a boyfriend, that want a courtship, that want a ring that can then turn into a wife. He said, I met my, when I met my, when I met my wife, she was a wife. And then she became my wife. I said, he changed my whole world. I said, he's shaking. He He had you hear me. But it's so true. He had me go on my phone and be like, look, I can't do this. I can't do this no more. Yes, you have to be the part, be what it is that you want to exhibit, that you want God to manifest. Start doing it. All right, this is where we're going to drop it in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
No, you don't feel oh, okay. We're just going to drop. I'm going to cut it and drop oh, Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, that See? See what we talked about? That's what he <laughs> right. said. So we better really look. <sighs> yeah. We all yeah. 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 That word, that word. I got to go back and listen to, to that. It. Yeah. But even like that. with jobs, like if you're applying to a job and, you know, you just don't know if you're qualified enough. Mm-hmm. You know, another pastor that heard God made that. you qualified, overqualified. Right. You know, yes. and if it is that you you see that this is the direction God is putting you through, have faith and you act, play that part. You already got the yes. job. Go on your old job and uh, prepare yourself for the new job. Right. Right. And so that way we can continue to stay in the faith and not let that devil kick in the doubt um, mm. and stay prayed up so that when it happens, like, look at God. Look at God, and you can spread that word, that gospel, that testimony to someone else right. who is probably struggling with that same thing. Because honestly, like God does not put opportunities in front of you if He does not have you fully equipped for it. Mm. Like He knows that if He's sending you, like you said, with the job, He knows that okay, maybe she thinks that she's not equipped for right. it, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna make her equipped. Yes, and He'll put different things in your way. Like for yes. me, that. That was something that I was struggling with, mm-hmm. and I'm still kind of struggling with that because, you know, I currently teach, but, you know, there's a lot of other opportunities that I see come up in mm-hmm. my face literally all the time. And I'm always just like, I'm not going to apply because mm-hmm. look at all these qualifications that right, they have. Right. Do I even fit into at least two of those? Mm-hmm. And I have to always stop doubting myself yep, yep, and yep. have faith that, okay, if this is supposed to be something that I want to go after and that God wants me to pursue, mm-hmm. he will make sure that I am equipped for whatever right. it is that I'm supposed to do. Right. You know, and that's all goes back to exhibiting the faith. And so right. I need to start actually practicing that. And so I'm doubting myself. What mm-hmm. you guys are talking about is active faith. Yes. Right, versus yes. passive faith. Yes. Right, right. Um, and when I think about active faith to both of your points, we have to pray for it, ask God for it, wait for it, but then it's a fine line between manifesting it via your own will mm-hmm. and God's will, mm-hmm. right? So let's just put it that into perspective, be, yeah. right? So, like, I want this job, and I currently have my own job right now, right? And you need X, Y, Z qualification. Mm-hmm. Say, God, I pray for it, I want it, in a year I want it, blah, 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 blah. What I do, if I was you or anyone listening out here, you do the research. You see what it takes. You mm-hmm. li- you reach out to people who are in that role. Mm-hmm. You seek advice. You seek counsel mm-hmm. versus up and quitting my job. Right, right, right. And then... Applying. Is, applying. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah but mm-hmm. then God's not doing it for me. God, I, I right. quit my job and you said you were going right. to deliver. Right. God didn't tell you quit. He didn't exactly. Tell you quit. He, he said be wise. Be wise. He, he said, right. he said <laughs> learn. He you yeah. Exactly. So just that the same way with the being a girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? I think mm-hmm. to that point, and this is very close to all of our hearts, where you have to walk with your head held high. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll In later episodes, we'll talk about you know, the way you carry yourself and all those things, mm-hmm. you already have to be forward thinking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you also have to play in a different pond. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't be talking about I want to be a wife, but then you're looking for him at uh, 40-40. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, like, that's not Or what you're just is. searching when you should be focusing on yourself and God and, and letting be, God yeah, put bring him that in you. place. Right. Being found. Right. Being yes. fast. Yes. Don't go yes. Issa. Don't go looking around. <laughs> right, right. For them, man. Let them, you. Let them find yeah. you. Let them find yeah, let them find you. When they find you, they find a good thing. Yeah. 
They find Yo, a good thing. Did you see Sarah Jakes Roberts thing that I posted no, on Black Girls Party? Did you see that? Did. did you see my crown? Do you see my crown? I'm a part of a royal priesthood. You can't just treat me any kind of way. You can't talk to me any kind of way. God said the only thing keeping those people from being in your life is you don't see your own crown. But if you would start looking in the mirror and squaring your shoulders, like, yeah, I went through that, but I came out on the other side. I got survivor skin. These aren't scars. These are memories to who I used to be and how I came out on the other side. I dare you. to start seeing yourself properly. So you can attract the right kind of people who can protect you when the world starts rising up against you. And you don't need no whole army of them. So you can stop trying to campaign for friendships. All you need is a strong three. All you need is a strong one down on the inside of you. And it won't matter what anybody else says about you because when you know who you are and you know whose you are, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. He raised up a standard. And I'm not better than anyone. I just don't have to accept anything. I'm not better than anyone. I just don't have to settle. I just don't have to put myself on clearance so that you can still access Nini from who I used to be. No, I don't have to do that anymore. I love you and she's still down in me, but I have grown. And if you cannot accept my growth, then there's not even room for me. If I have to shrink to stay connected to you, then you need to grow up or we need to let this thing go. Oh, that was too personal. But I just thought that somebody needed to know that when you grow, you gotta have people who know how to grow too, because otherwise it's gonna sever the relationship. I wish I had some growing kind of people in my life. God, I want some people who know how to grow. I know I need some people who know how to take lemons and turn them into lemonade. I need some started from the bottom, now we here kind of people who know how to hustle, who know how to work for it, who don't mind changing and saying I'm sorry. I need some humble people in my life. I need some people who aren't interested in arrogance or what's in your bank account. But what's down in your soul is more important. Let me tell you, that video has been going viral. Wait, is it the one the lady talking? Yeah, in a white what, yeah, yeah, yes, I see Her that. video has been going I see viral. I, I she I literally is speaking. <sighs> she said, Lord, when you invest in me, me. you invest in the good thing. Yes. yes. And yes. if you can't see that, you're not the one for me. Bye. Listen. Like, it's so true. It's so true. She's speaking on so many different yes. levels. yes. I'm so oh proud of everybody who's like touching on this and going viral. And stuff. Okay, so my last question, or not really question, but more so testimonies, right? So, can we give an example of when you had to exhibit faith when you didn't necessarily want to? Great. So, um, okay, I think I was trying to figure out which one am I, which one should I do, which one. You said we didn't want to exhibit faith, but you had to exhibit faith. Um, for me, and it's interesting that you talk about 2015 being your, you know, crazy year or whatever, turnaround year, it was sort of like the same thing for me. Like 2015, I never in a million years would have expected, you know, for those of you who know or don't know, my mom passing away. Mm -hmm. Like I was 25 
she was only 52, mm-hmm. 53. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it was just like that. Like, I would never expect, I've seen so many people, you know, lose their mom, from cancer, all that kind of stuff. I never expected at 25 and her at 53 that she would be gone. Just like that. And when I tell you, I mean, people who look at me now that, and I tell them like I lost mom, they're like, what? How are you still like, how do you, how are you the way you are right now? And you, you know, you don't have your mom. And I tell them the story, like I legit wanted to give up. Like I was mm-hmm. so pissed at God. I was angry at God. I was pissed. Like I was, I mean, the state I was in was just like, how could you do this? Like how? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for, for days, for weeks, I, I didn't know. I was just like, I don't want to believe this i don't want to believe in you god because i'm so mad like i don't even want to do it anymore he took me from a place of that feeling to like a place of like look i'm in control and clearly you can handle this clearly if you did this um and i had to just faith and travis green's why i love travis green Mm -hmm. that song intentional oh my god that song when i heard it i was just like this is it right here. He's intentional. It has to be some intentional reason for this to be happening. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know why he took her at this, you know, time and place, you know, but it's for a reason. And that song, like, literally helped me to get back my faith. And I had to rely on faith. Like, I had to. There's nothing else that I could rely on at this point if it wasn't for faith. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the reason why, you know, but I had to just hold on to that. Travis Green, love him. Gotta see him. That intentional song is kind of what got me, literally got me over the hump. Where I just had to, like, I did not want to trust in him. I did not want to have faith. And if you, you know, ever feeling like that, where you just want to give up completely, um, I had to kind of just sit back and think about everything that God has brought me through. Right. You know, and that everything is for a reason. And at the end of the day, he's in control. Right. At right. the end of the day, no matter how you feel, what you say, what you think, he's in control. And he clearly has something, you know, at the end of the tunnel for you. So that was definitely one one thing that I did not want to have faith on and didn't couldn't have the... The feeling of faith there, but I had to rely on faith to help me get through it. Um, for me, I think my story is. I'm gonna touch on this subject. I like at this point now, I'm good to talk about it. But mm-hmm. my last year in undergrad, um, some like unexpected things happened to my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother was living in the Caribbean, um, in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And my, the women in my family have a struggle with diabetes. Mm. And so I was away living in Maryland. My entire family is in Brooklyn. And, you know, my grandmother is living in St. Vincent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all these times we thought my grandmother was healthy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she just got like an unexpected like cut Mm -hmm. on her foot. And so, you know, with me being like three and a half hours away from my family in in Brooklyn, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep up with, you know, what's going on with my grandmother. And so it was kind of like, you know, they're telling me 
things, but I felt like something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And so come to find out that it had gotten really worse and her whole, one of her feet had turned black. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point like they knew that something was wrong. And literally mm-hmm. like, say like if it happened on like a Thursday, my mm-hmm. mom literally had to get there by Saturday or she could have died. Mm-hmm. And so... Mind you, I was very involved on campus. Mm-hmm. I held a lot of positions in a lot of different organizations. Um, I'm working, doing um, work study. It's my senior year. So, like, my classes are through the roof. I have a full mm-hmm. load. I think I was doing, like, 18 to 21 credits that my last semester. Wow. Um, I'm, like, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And literally... Like, because my mom is, like, my best friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, talking to her, and I'm like, do I need to leave school completely and come mm-hmm. home? And she's just like, no. She said, I put you in school. This is your last semester. You're going to finish. She's like, you need to have faith. She said, I have everything under control. We have family. We have God. We have support. Mm-hmm. You stay in school and you finish. Right. And I'm just like, that's my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but my grandmother is who raised me. Mm-hmm. Because when my mom needed to go back to school to finish her master's, Mm -hmm. she brought my grandmother up from the Caribbean to watch me. So my grandmother was with me and took care of me while my mother was in school at night. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like my second mom, you know? And so I'm a grandma's girl as well. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like nothing is about to happen to my grandmother in a whole nother island. Mm -hmm. And I'm not there with my family Mm -hmm. to either help with, out with either expenses, take care of the house, do something, mm-hmm. you know? And literally after I spoke to my mom, I did hear God for a second. It's crazy because that's when I was going through my transitional phase in college where I wasn't as close with God as mm-hmm. I should have been. And he literally said, have faith. Mm-hmm. And for me, I heard it, but it was so hard because I'm like, mm-hmm. you telling me to have faith and I'm... And, and this is kind of harsh, but I'm like, if you're telling me to have faith, you better save my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt. It gets real like that. Yeah. So I'm just like, if you're telling me mm-hmm. to have faith, you better <laughs> save my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Because you're not about to have me in a whole nother state telling me to have faith and finish school and graduate. Mm-hmm. But yet you're turning my whole family upside down. Right. You know, and for me, it was a struggle. Um, but it was a moment where I needed to have faith, even though I didn't want to, Mm -hmm. but I was happy that I did throughout everything that I had going on because, you know, yes, my grandmother had to, like my mom had to bring her up to the States and she had to have surgery. And now my grandmother's a double amputee. Mm -hmm. Um, so she had to lose both of her legs. Um, but I'm happy that I did have faith because God kept his promise to me. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he never answered me back and said that I'm going to make sure I take <laughs> care of your grandmother. But he realized, like, I told her to have faith. So I need to make sure that I, I give her something in return. And he right. saved my grandmother. Yes, mm-hmm. it was a very long and hurtful uh, process. Mm-hmm. And it it kind of put my family in a different headspace, in a different situation. And our lives changed forever. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm happy that I decided to have faith and not give up. Because literally, if it was left up to me, I was packing all my stuff. Mm-hmm. I was going to put my stuff in storage in Maryland. And I was mm-hmm. headed back to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely a moment where I needed to have faith. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that I did because my grandmother's still alive to this day. She's 92. Wow. And wow, she's full of that. life and spunk to the point where she tells me about myself. <laughs> you know? And 
I'm just happy that she's here with me. Yeah. You know? So that's my story. And those are both powerful stories. Yeah, those are uh, definitely both powerful stories. Um, And I can't believe, you know, I can't believe that God wouldn't do what was best. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I, I think a lot of us struggle with not wanting to believe that mm-hmm. uh, because we don't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. Like, we are not charged to understand. We're charged right. to believe. So, um, <laughs> to that point, I think both of your stories support that. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you for sharing. Yeah, so, no yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely a great discussion. Now it's time for our Pray Mate post posted segment where we will read a letter from a listener and answer any questions they may have. Yes, I have that right have here. Yeah. Just one. Yeah, okay. So this is it right here. Yeah. So this is from Shannon Nicole. Um, so the question is, how do you keep the faith when going through rough patches in life, specifically in a school setting, because you can start to feel really low when you're stressed and overwhelmed? Listen, girl. Mm. I think that you literally just testified to <laughs> yeah, we. I think our testimony helps yes, somebody. Um, but I can actually identify with being yes. in a school setting um, mm-hmm. from a teacher's standpoint. Um, oh, you both are educated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's kind of like you... <laughs> You really have to be grounded and have so much faith is not even is not even funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because being an educator is one of the toughest things that you possibly can do. Now I see why a lot of people give credit to teachers. It wasn't mm-hmm. until I was in the position mm-hmm. that I truly understood. Oh, yes. Um but when you're in that type of setting, you need to realize that your goal and your job is to educate, uplift, empower um, the youth. Mm-hmm. And even though they they may have times when they're testing you, mm-hmm. um, and you know, depending on the school that you're in, um, and there's moments where you know you feel like am I really getting through to these kids because of all the backlash that you Mm -hmm. may get sometimes and, you know, the attitude and the, Mm -hmm. you know, rude comments and stuff like that. You just have to have faith that at the end of the day, if I'm being myself and I'm putting positive energy out there and I'm doing the best that I can, that whatever you say is reaching at least one person one student Mm -hmm. you know all of them may not necessarily get it at the same time but as long as you're getting to one student at a time that's all that really matters what about from a student's perspective on the flip end now um and we can talk about college college setting um so it's hard like oh god it's hard but like something that i did to keep the balance or to help me to refocus when those times I felt like, you know, I'm losing the faith was, um, I joined the gospel chorus there. Mm. So like we had a gospel chorus there and, you know, even at the practices, like if I couldn't even make the, the, the shows at the practices, you know, singing the songs with the people or even like some people will come into the chapel and just hear, um, that kind of, you know, brought back my remembrance of 
wow, God is really good, and he's brought me this far, so I can't give up now. I can't, you know, whatever stress I'm feeling, like, just leave it here, put it in God's hands, and, and move forward. So I think we need to, like, um, listen to the gospel, like I said before, you know, just kind of go back to that. That kind of helps you to, to stay grounded because it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to keep that faith when it gets rough, and those classes are hard. But I think keeping that balance of listening um, to his word from time to time, listening to gospel music, music changes your atmosphere. Mm, so sure does. listening, that's one big thing for me that helps me to just, like, bring it all back. Listening to that gospel and, you know, making sure that you're you're remembering that who God is and who you are and whatever it is that you're feeling, he's going to help you to get through it. To add to that, I feel like college also tests you because you're involved in so many things. Mm-hmm. You're um, exposed to different type of relationships. Right. Um, you're put in the kind of like a faux adult experience. <laughs> yeah, um, so I can understand that you can definitely be stressed. Yeah. Um, I do want to quote that the Bible says where one or two are gathered. Yes. Um, there is the presence of the Lord. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. But um, find find somebody. Find somebody that also pray believes. Me. Find yeah. a pray <laughs> me, right? And sometimes if you guys get together every week, every other week, just to talk, right? I know that in this stage where it might be hard to even pray, mm-hmm. but just to talk about it and how, you know, God may be resolving those issues and those problems that you have going on on that campus or in school, um, that might help. I think for me, I wish I had that experience Mm -hmm. and I probably, I mean, you can't say shoulda, coulda, woulda, but we probably would have not tripped over a couple of stones (laughs) if that was the case. And that's why this is the purpose of the podcast, right? Just to help anyone form themselves Mm -hmm. in the likeness of God, right? Mm -hmm. And try to, at least try to get closer um, as we go through all the newfound hardships of being young, black, and in this world. Mm -hmm. So I think that also brings us toward the end of episode three. I mean, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Episode three. Wow. That is amazing. So yet again, we've come to the close of another Framate podcast episode. And we hope that you continue this journey with us. Stay tuned next week for episode four entitled Real-ationships, Relationships. Um, And that will be episode four. And as usual, we like to close with a prayer. And again, I let you guys know it's not my strong suit, but I am open to new things and I'm having faith yes. that yes. this okay. small prayer will He's help so someone. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dear Lord, thank you for gathering us here today. Thank you for bringing us here safely and giving us the insight to give your word a millennial purview. Thank you for letting us understand faith from our standpoint and how do we establish authentic faith with you and your word. Thank you for letting us find it in the Bible. Thank you for letting us explore it from our own experiences. And we pray that this podcast can reach not only one person, but many of your believers and have them draw nearer and closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That was good. That's great. Oh, Jesus. The Lord's still going to have your prayer. Sweating bullets, guys. Sweating bullets. So, oh, one thing I do want to add is that at the end of every episode, 
we're gonna uh, feature a song. So. Oh man, I was just thinking about that. Okay. So yeah, this is post prayer, but uh, uh, take a listen to this uh, fade out song and let us know what you think. You and Bye. Break you to put you in your right place. But when he breaks you, he doesn't hurt you. He doesn't. When he breaks you, he doesn't destroy you. He does it with grace. Anybody been gracefully broken where? Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, Father, tonight we're broken before you. Thank you for handling us with grace. Just lift your worship right there in this moment.
right here Pouring out my life gracefully Thank you.